Well, shall we start week three of Super Spuds? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to week three of Super Spuds, where Hardy and Chandrika talk about DC shows on the CW. This is lovely. I love these introductions. (laughs) Hello again. Long time no talk. (laughs) (laughs) So what what week are we on this week? This is uh, January 29th, the week of January 29th. It's not January 29th. Yeah, how do calendars work? Uh, this is the week of January 28th. It depends on whether you start from Sunday or Monday. Oh, wow. I know, Does, right? Can you start from Monday? You can. <laughs> I mean, if you're not American, you probably can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, did I do this right? Oh, no. Oh, no, everything's fine. Okay, <laughs> so so yeah, okay, okay, pulling back the curtain. I, you know, I I keep like notes for the episode, so I know what I'm talking about. And I yeah. I usually start them off. So I have like this. I have like a really bad system. What I do is I use this like uh, this to do list application on my phone, and I just like make a to do for each thing I want to talk about. Mm. And then uh, when we're on the episodes, I check them off, right? Mm-hmm. Which actually saying it out loud doesn't seem that bad, but it looks really hokey. Let me just say. Mm. And like the way that I separate, so I do one big to-do list for all four uh, shows. Mm -hmm. And the way that I separate them is by saying the show name three times so that I have like something to hold on to Mm. as like a marker. Mm -hmm. And uh, I didn't have a marker for Supergirl and I thought I messed everything up. And I thought Ah. it was just all one giant list and I was going to get really annoyed. But everything's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. Cool. (laughs) So shall we talk about uh, this week's episode of The Flash? Let's do it. Cool. So uh, this week, Cecile has telepathy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't know if that's like a communicable disease or like how this happens. (laughs) So what was the explanation they gave? They gave the explanation that like she had already been exposed to the the dark matter. It was in her system, but it just hadn't uh, like activated or whatever. And like activated charcoal. Like. It didn't give her any meta powers until like the baby, and then mm. like because she changed physically, biologically, I don't know somewhere. Somehow she changed and like sparked the 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 uh, meta meta human powers. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really understand, but sure. So okay, here's the thing. Um, I've seen a lot of TV shows where people get uh telepathic powers all of a sudden uh-huh. and if you haven't like heard everyone's voices in your head before and all of a sudden you go into crowded places and you hear everyone's voices that's like very disconcerting and hard to deal with on a psychological level i mean is it i've i've never experienced it so i can't really tell. it's like sensory overload except like for your mind right uh-huh Cause like you've never had the sense before, and all of a sudden it's like everywhere. Yeah, it's it's weird, right? That's usually how it plays out, right? But sometimes it plays out where the person's okay with it. Which, okay, so this is like, this is like more interesting than it sounds, I think, because <laughs> it sort of speaks to the fact that different people can deal with uh, different situations. Mm, yeah, like at a at a neurological level, right? So maybe Cecile's one of those people where if there's a thousand conversations going on at the same time, mm-hmm. she can still focus in on one 
and mm-hmm. like work with it that way, you know? Okay. But like, whereas like Buffy like... just has a nervous breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> there were two things I was waiting for with this series, Chandrika. The yeah. first one was Spaceballs that got out in like three minutes of the first episode. Uh-huh. The second was the second was a Buffy reference, and it took much longer than I expected, to be honest with you. <laughs> But I'm very pleased that you've you've made at least one of both, uh-huh. and I would encourage you to make more if you feel like it. But uh, just uh, really surprised it took so long for the Buffy reference. I was biding my time. I, I got to make it count. <laughs> it's not like I mean these aren't these aren't like uh, a lot of tickets. You can you can have more than one. You know, Kendrick, it's fine. <laughs> You don't tickets. have like a bingo card of like what is Jindrika going to reference next? <laughs> it's totally fine to keep harkening back to Spaceballs if you want. I mean... <laughs> All right. So anyway, uh, Cecile's <clears throat> telep- tel- telepathic now. Yes. Uh, and everyone's annoyed by her. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because well, like you said, there's all these like shows where people get telepathy. Tele- That's a hard word to say. <laughs> it is. Telepathy. People get telepathy. And then like, uh, you know, everybody's done this trope, right? And it always plays out the same way. The mm-hmm. person that has telepathy gets too nosy and then somebody gets mad about it. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, I'll stop using my telepathy. Right? right. Every single time. And yes. lo and behold, guess what happened in this episode? Right? Same deal. Yep. She's yep. nosing all in everybody's business. And then at mm-hmm. the end, she's like, oh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't actually uh, break this socially well-known wall that you don't invade somebody's mind space. Because you know? consent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this, yeah. It's just, uh, I, yeah. I don't really know whether they're going with this. Like, Does it, she have telepathy? Yeah. Like, I, are they going to be able to use her powers against DeVoe? Yeah, that's what I was expecting them to even touch on this whole episode, which they didn't. Is that like DeVoe is t- telepathic and right. <laughs> now Cecile is telepathic. So right. like she ought to be able to uh, go toe to toe. You know, it's not like DeVoe has had years of experience being a telepath. Mm-hmm. He's only been a telepath for like a week. Right. And Cecile is in the same situation. Right. So mm-hmm. they ought to be able to be somewhat mm-hmm. close footing or something like that you know right or just go over there and listen to what he's thinking and then like you know what i mean yeah so was <laughs> devo even in this episode though no no he was not did they just like need to separate things out in this the season to like have more episodes so they just like said now cecile has telepathy but we're not going to actually make that connect to anything <laughs> it's just going to be a thing he wasn't in the last one either, him or his wife, right? Oh, no, he wasn't. You're right. Because it's Maybe... been about, like, Barry being in prison. Yeah. So uh, you kind of touched on the meta the meta conversation here. Mm-hmm. Maybe um, of, of, like, actors moving and shifting around. Maybe mm-hmm. the, 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 the actors that play the DeVoe family have moved on to different things or, like, are in the middle of doing something else and they can't be in an episode. Mm. Uh, Specifically, maybe the the old the person that was the original husband, maybe he's mm-hmm. like just completely gone, and that's why they had to like switch him out for the the kid. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Mm. 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 Lots yeah. of character swapping going on here. I assumed that was just intentional, but maybe it was also because the actor wanted to leave. I didn't. 
think about that. Hmm. Yeah, because like, for instance, in Supergirl, the reason why they made Alex and Maggie break up was because the actress for Maggie wanted to move on. Really? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's why they broke up. <laughs> That's awful. I mean, like, I get it. It's real life. Yeah. No, like, people change jobs. Well, but... <laughs> that was just like a terrible way for it to happen. Well, not to. It wasn't that terrible. That also... That okay, let's let's jump to Supergirl real quick. But okay. that also like explains why she like had to mail her passport rather than her just showing up at the apartment <laughs> yes. and just grabbing it, you know? Yes. That, that is just okay. Anyway, let's let's yeah. let's discuss that when Later. we get there. Yeah, when we get there. <laughs> yeah, so like the whole thing with Cecile is just kind of weird because she's just kind of made fun of for being nosy. And like she's not useful. But, like, she has this really cool power. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. We could have explored it in a different way. Yeah. And we didn't. Um, yeah. Is this, like, you think this is, like, social commentary? Or you think there's, like, it was just, like, a, they needed a, a new jokester? Um, hmm. I mean, like, they still have Digby. Do you think that they made Digby too serious all of a sudden? No, they didn't. Because no, they, they totally just, like, started stepping on Digby, literally. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> Or, you know, here's here's the other thing, is that uh, every time somebody gets powers, they kind of freak out about it. Yeah. And, like, either don't want it or, like, try to get rid of it or something, right? Yeah. And aside, like, aside from Barry, I think, because mm-hmm. everybody else has always been like, no, I don't want this. Let's get this out of here. Don't mm-hmm. even talk to me about it because it doesn't exist and I can right. just ignore it. But, like, uh, Barry embraced it like from the first second, even though he was like kind of freaked out about what was happening. Mm-hmm. And then Cecile also seems to be the same way that she's just like, Oh, I'm, I'm telepathic now. Uh, so let's go. <laughs> right. And she like, it's she true. didn't shy away from it or like, she just like accepted it and started using her powers and was just like with it, you know? Yeah. And that actually goes back to how you said that different people react to getting telepathy differently. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, she just like emotionally, re- like was able to process that. Yeah, in kind of an amazing way. Yeah, like maybe a little too amazing. Like she, she, when they like brought her onto the team and let her know that Barry was a Flash, and everything, she like didn't even but bat an eye. She was just like, yeah, sure, whatever, you know. Like the whole time, all these revelations that have been coming out, she's been like real cool and collected about him, you know. Which he's, is kind of a nice change from the people that just like freak out every five seconds. Yeah. Something out. Like, like, uh, what was his name? Uh, uh, Julian. Was that, was that the, the other CSI from last season? The Malfoy guy? Draco? <laughs> yeah. <gasps> was that actually Draco Malfoy? Yes, that was Draco Malfoy. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was Tom Felton. I thought he looked familiar. Yes. <laughs> Draco Malfoy. Oh That's my British. god! <laughs> well, oh my god! Yeah, I also remember seeing him in the 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 new uh, the first of the new Planet of the Apes movies. Mm. He was like one of the guards that was real jerky to all the apes, mm. and I was like, "Wait a minute! What? What do they got Malfoy in here for?" <laughs> well, that's weird. So, does he just always play like a a jerk character? Is that like his? Is he typecast as the jerk? He might be. So I also saw him in a movie called Bell, and he's basically Draco Malfoy, but in real life. Because he's, <laughs> he's just, like, racist against black people. So. 
man. Yeah, like he plays that character well, so there's that. And I, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Yep. <laughs> anyway, why are we talking about Malfoy? Uh, I mean, uh, Julian. Oh, because everyone freaks out. Yeah, he was like every time a new revelation came out, this Julian was just like losing it. He, he just like was just upset about everything mm-hmm. and just like always mad about something. But yeah, uh, but like Cecile's not like that. She's just like, oh, cool, I can read your mind now. All right, and then she's like, all right, I'll turn it off. I'll just not read your mind anymore. She just like has control of her powers from like day one, and she just is not yeah. afraid of it. That's actually kind of cool with her relationship with Joe because, like, Joe as a cop presumably has a pretty dangerous job. And, like, the way that Lynn reacts to Jefferson over in Black Lightning versus the way that Cecile uh, interacts with Joe, like, Cecile's cool about things. Yeah. I mean, she is. Isn't she on what, – what is what is her job? I forget. <laughs> I, thought, I had thought that she was a an officer, like a deputy or something. But then in the in the the trial scene, she was actually like defi- the. I thought she was a lawyer. And it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I think she's like involved in the criminal justice system, but she's not a cop. All right. Yeah. Huh. So she knows huh. what's up. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so part of me wonders whether like Cecile is intentionally cool or if they just like didn't write enough stuff for her so she turned out to be cool (laughs) but like i guess i'm fine with that maybe yeah i'm just gonna like headcanon it as she's cool (laughs) i hope so the show needs somebody that's not gonna freak out every five seconds yeah yeah especially because there's so many people that like keep secrets so we need to just have someone that says, yep, I expected you to have secrets, so it's all fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Um, no, do it. Uh, this episode of The Flash, I kept thinking of so many 90s references. So, like, the whole telepathy thing made me think of an episode of Buffy. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so this is the second Flash episode in a row where I thought of the Shawshank Redemption. And then they actually called it out in this episode, too. <laughs> Because, like, last week, uh, Barry was walking around in the, like, prison yard, and, yeah, yeah. like, he's, like, he's, sh- he's not quite shaking rocks out of his pocket like uh, Andy Dufresne was, but he basically was, right? And then this episode, he, like, gives his fellow prison mates hope, and they're like, hope is a dangerous thing. Like, we don't want any hope here in prison. And then they actually say, like, oh, yeah, not to get all Shawshank on you. Like, what? <laughs> Yeah, there were even more because uh, what? Honey, Harry, is that his name? Oh yeah, there's that. Yeah, yeah. sure, sure, sure. Yeah, but uh, Harry was saying that it was a an embiggener, right? What is that from? <laughs> Which, I I knew I recognized that's, it. That's uh from The Simpsons. <laughs> uh, a noble spirit embiggens the the even the smallest man or something like that. That's a a, a quote from Jebediah Springfield. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then. There was this there was this scene in The Simpsons where uh Krabappel and Lisa's teacher were talking. Uh-huh. And I forget which one, but one of them was like, I'd never heard the word embiggen. And mm. and the other one was like, I don't know why. It's a perfect a perfectly cromulent word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was just like a great episode. And they referenced it. Mm-hmm. And it was just awesome. Yeah. 
So I feel like Legends of Tomorrow is usually the show where I get these like ridiculous references from, and Legends is off the air right now, so I guess the Flash is picking up the slack. So <laughs> sure. <laughs> but oh, speaking of Legends, though, like so they have this like dwarf star thing happening with the shrinking, mm-hmm. and then like obviously Ray Palmer would be the person to talk to about dwarf star technology. Right. And then they're conveniently like, oh, well, no one can find the Wave Rider. Uh, let's talk to Felicity off camera. <laughs> like, Next best. Well, they didn't even include Felicity's voice. Like, they talked to her off camera. So why bother even mentioning that we can't get in touch with Ray? <laughs> Probably to, to close that loophole. Like, that they're on hiatus longer than everyone else? Like... <laughs> the the meta conversation that all these episodes have all these shows have is very interesting and like Mm -hmm. that's that's a uh one of the reasons why i like them is that they they do this sort of like meta thing yeah like there was i have this note in here that i always broke the fourth wall in this episode and Mm. i can't remember what it was but i know that if i saw it again i'd be like oh yeah that's that's what it was Mm. but i don't know i don't know what she i don't know what she said she said something i know that much (laughs) <laughs> oh, wait, I do remember I was saying something. Oh, gosh, but what did she say? Uh... <laughs> oh, yes, I remember. Uh, she said something about, like, why does everyone in this town have comic book names? Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, like, one after another, like, oh, my gosh, they're just, like, saying everything out loud. <laughs> like, these are just the writers talking to the audience now, straight up. Exactly. <laughs> And that's that's what makes these shows so fun, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it's not about the uh, the superhero parts. I mean, those are cool. That's mm-hmm. interesting. The plot, whatever. Who cares? But like when they break the fourth wall, is when I'm like, yes, this yeah. is this is why I tune in. This is the reason. <laughs> it's not because like, but <laughs> I just want to have like fun nerdy conversations, and I feel yeah. like that's what's happening now. So on the show, yeah, on, yeah like on the, on the show, the on, a, on a meta level. <laughs> I thought you meant on super spuds. Well, that's all we ever do. <laughs> um, what did you think about Harry in this episode? I think so. Actually, I think in the previous episode he was great because uh, he he like when when they were talking about the pH thing. He was all like, "Yeah, I don't know. I, I've never." <laughs> he was like, he said some quote where he was. Uh, you're unlike anything I've ever seen before, or like you can't be harmed by anything I've ever seen before. And then like they had this negative 50 pH thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, I've never seen that before. So you could be harmed from it. It's fine. It's cool. And then he, <laughs> and then he was like saying something else. Mm-hmm. And then as he was walking out of the room, he said some other smart remark. <laughs> it was just like, God, man, this guy's like, this guy's on a bed all worried. And you're just like terrible bedside manner. Yes. And then like in, in this episode, he, uh, he's all mopey. He didn't have, yeah, yeah. He was very upset about like everything. And it felt like Which it is... came out of nowhere, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like what I got out of it was that Harry has imposter syndrome or something because he, he feels dumb because he couldn't keep Barry out of prison. But like, dude, that happened two or three weeks ago. Like, why is it hitting you now? Yeah. Yeah. Is it, is it, uh, is it just because DeVoe outsmarted him? And DeVoe's not uh, on the Council of Wells. 
is, is that the problem? Because he has no problem, like, well, he does have a problem, but, like, he's not nearly as upset about the fact that there's other whales that are as smart or smarter than him mm-hmm. in different universes or whatever. But, like, yeah. he's very upset about the fact that DeVoe uh, is, is steps ahead of him, you know? Yeah. Okay. So I don't think it's imposter syndrome. I think it's his arrogance that someone that doesn't look like him is smart. Mm. Uh, there's one part of the episode, like plot wise, that I was confused about. So um, they're trying to like unshrink Cisco and Digby, and they can't get uh, the bad guy to shoot them. He's like mm-hmm. shooting to everything else except for these two guys. And so then Harry comes charging. And he secretly has the shrunken guys on his chest and mm-hmm. then, like, puts himself out as bait. And so a uh, bad guy shoots and, and biggins Cisco and Digby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a perfectly gramulant word. I don't know what your problem is. <laughs> um, but again, like, where – how did we know where on Harry's chest bad guy was going to, like, shoot? Well – the 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 problem with this scene for me wasn't so much that uh he hit them it's more that he was intending to shrink them or he was intending to shrink harry and right. it instead embiggened the other two yes embiggened the other two which is like i don't really understand how that works i don't Does either that... <laughs> yeah i had a lot of problems with all of that is it just like a toggle thing where like you hit it once and it goes the opposite way I guess, but also, like, they did it with a, literally a minute to spare before their cells exploded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're cutting it close, very down to the wire. And, like, if you have that many cells exploding, like, would you still be walking around? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, because they were popping pretty ferociously <laughs> when they were looking yes. at it, right? Yes. Yeah, like, is this a half-life situation? Like, what? I, I, I don't know. I feel like the more that we talk about the Flash, the less I feel like it's a a, a, a scientific episode. Mm. <laughs> I feel like all my science problems are with the Flash. <laughs> I mean, you you heard me when I first was like talking about the Flash. I was like all excited, you know. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's such a great show because of this, this, and this. And yeah. you're always like, eh. I mean, it's okay. Right. I was like, Chandrika, you don't know what you're talking about. Let me tell you why it's so great. Da 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 da. And then now, as you're like, uh. As you're like talking about all the stuff that's wrong with it, I'm like, yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's not the best show. So, all right, uh, meta conversation. We know that the actor for Wally is moving over to Legends of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I personally really like Legends because I feel like it does a great job of like breaking the fourth wall and just having fun and like doing lots of ridiculous things. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you feel about having someone with flash powers that can like use their Ability to move fast in ingenious ways, being on a show like Legends as as opposed to The Flash. Yeah, so I mean, we kind of we talked about this off camera, right? Off, mm-hmm. off recording, off mic. Mm-hmm. But like, I think this is a, a huge disgrace to Wally West as a Flash because mm-hmm. Wally West as a Flash is an amazing Flash. A, a, a dare I say a better Flash than Barry Allen as a Flash. And mm-hmm. I think uh, I think you got to be pretty. Uh, second string to be on the legends you know what i mean yeah it's like the c-list it's it's literally the c-list their intro is we suck so don't call us heroes we're legends because that's the word we made up for ourselves <laughs> so i don't know i feel like it's pretty disgraceful to wally west 
but uh uh i think uh, i've kind of changed a bit from when i was first going off on it mm. i think it's better to just have wally somewhere on mm-hmm. the show series uh where wherever mm-hmm. than it is to not have him you know mm. like i think he's an interesting character the the character that they put him as mm-hmm. even though he's like kind of a whiny baby and just like wants to do his own thing mm-hmm. but he's still kind of interesting because yeah. he's like really excited about his powers he's really excited about this and that mm-hmm. and he like wants to be a hero as well mm-hmm. and like has some sort of a story uh but he just hasn't been around you know what i mean yeah and like i would rather see him somewhere than not at all yeah so i i'm not as familiar with like uh superhero uh stories and comics prior to the shows and stuff but like for instance batman has uh robin and uh green arrow had like speedy and stuff like a lot mm-hmm. of superheroes have little proteges right mm-hmm. and I feel like the shows have dabbled in that a little bit, but they haven't really like embraced that or like they don't know how to with the two flashes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, usually the way it plays out is that, so usually the way it plays out is that, uh, Wally is like much younger than Barry Mm -hmm. to the point that like Barry is in his twenties or thirties or something. And Wally's still like a teenager. Mm hmm. And so the name Kid Flash actually makes more sense than this situation where like Wally's like a year younger than Barry, and he's like, "I'm Kid Flash." And yeah, I, I like, don't understand why he's Kid Flash. Like he's not a kid. Like he's an no, adult. he's a grown ass man. He's in college. <laughs> like that's <laughs> there's right. nothing kid like about that. Yeah. So it's it's a uh, it's a weird name for him to want for himself when he's when he's actually an adult. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and in those situations where Wally is younger than Barry, like much younger, then it sort of makes sense for him to be like the sidekick type Flash mm-hmm. until like Barry gets out of the scene. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. It's uh, he 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 doesn't feel like he should be a sidekick at this point of of uh, Barry. You know what I mean? Yeah, because he he was the Flash on his own when Barry was stuck in the Speed mm-hmm. Force and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Wally took care of the city on his own. Yeah. Yeah. And then Barry came back and was just like, yo, you don't know how to do anything. I'm in charge again. Yeah, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I mean, why Why is there only one Flash? There could be two Flashes. Why not? Who? They just don't know how to write it, I think. <laughs> They're cooperative. That's how you write it. You don't write them as... as uh, 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 help me out here, Tintriga. What's the word? Antagonists? <laughs> There you go. You don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, Who am I? I've never written an episode in my life. (laughs) Call somebody out on that. (laughs) Anyway, let's let's move on. We spend a lot of time talking about this. Oh, so there are two big reveals. Uh, The prison warden uh, knows that Barry's a flash. And the prison warden is in cahoots with Black Amy Dead. (laughs) I think the first is much more of a problem than the second because like this is this is like so lots of people know that Barry is a flash but they have some incentive to not televise it right whereas this is I don't know what the warden's uh, game is here you know yeah like he's clearly not someone who is going to be friendly to Team yeah. Flash. Yeah. Yeah. 
So maybe it's going to finally come out that Barry Allen is the Flash and we can stop with this whole uh, secret identity thing. Yeah. Which I got to say, if there was ever... Uh, so usually the reason why you don't why they don't show like the secret or uh, televise the secret identities is because they're concerned about the other people in the family not being able to protect themselves and all that sort of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And if there's ever a group of people that can deal with their secret identities being exposed, mm-hmm. I feel like it's these people, mm-hmm. right? Because basically everybody on the team has powers, except for Iris and Joe. Not- yeah, but they still like can protect themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, usually they have a gun on them, mm-hmm. whether it's like some sort of meta disabling gun or it's like an actual gun that exists right uh they usually have some sort of like way to protect themselves and like most times that those two get into trouble well maybe not joe actually joe usually just like gets beat up and then he's done but like whenever iris gets in trouble she usually like can get herself out of trouble Mm -hmm. you know yeah unless she gets like captured by zoom or something or whatever happened there i don't know whatever but like uh I don't know. I feel like if anybody's going to reveal some identities, they ought to do it. Mm-hmm. Or Arrow, right? Because everybody's... <laughs> Everyone knows like, Oliver is the Green Arrow. Like, it's... Exactly. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Anyway. Um, yeah. yeah. So just reveal his identity already. Let's move on. Let everybody know that Barry Allen is the Flash. You know? Yeah. Also, wait a minute. Back up. So in the last episode, there was Trickster and Prank, right? Mm-hmm. And they had, they had captured... Uh, 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 Cisco and uh, who's who's uh, and Digby? No, no, uh, or... Caitlin, right? Oh, yeah, they yeah. They captured yeah. them mm-hmm. when they were superheroes, yes, and then they like put the meta restraining things off and then, mm-hmm. and then uh, Frost became Caitlin again, yes, and then they ripped off Cisco's glasses, and like these are just their faces, and they're just like <laughs> on TV, they're being televised with these faces, like everybody knows they're super, they're superheroes now, <laughs> right? right? Like, yes, it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they like never even talked about that. I mean, we're good though now, right? Like everybody knows, and we could just move on with this dumb idea of. of what... Also, Cisco's costume was never a costume, right? Like he just had glasses. Like Frost was completely different looking, right? And like you couldn't really tell it was Caitlyn, but like you could still kind of tell. Anyway, let's move on. We've been flashing for a long time. All right, let's move on to Black Lightning because I'm excited about this episode. <laughs> black jesus you mean <laughs> yes oh my gosh yeah they just like actually say the things that i'm thinking <laughs> <laughs> that's what i love about the show <laughs> so like first of all it picks up like right where the last episode ended and like is a continuous story arc i feel like and mm-hmm. that's always fun and they do more with the um characters knowing how to use a phone and like recording themselves <laughs> yeah. so like anissa's recording herself trying to do her powers again and she's like i don't know what my trigger is is it a rainstorm i don't know <laughs> nobody thought it was a rainstorm <laughs> fine but she like she practices and like does it in front of a mirror basically and like that's something that normal people would do if they like if they did something cool, they try to see themselves do it again, right? Mm-hmm. So that was really fun. And then the pastor was like, I don't know. The pastor was just really interesting because you kind of like him and you kind of don't. How do you mean? So I think the – so uh, yeah, the thing that was weird was he was telling Jefferson to his face that Black Lightning came from God. And Jefferson knows who he is. And he's like, I'm a, I'm a dude. 
(laughs) 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 And like, yeah, so to put someone on a pedestal like that, like if I were Jefferson, I would feel really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But then I also don't have lightning coming out of me. So I, I guess I don't know what that feels like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So this episode had like the huge march and it had some really fun conversations with Jennifer and her boyfriend and her parents. <laughs> yeah. They're just so open about just talking about whatever in this show. And it's just, it's great. You know, it's such a big change from like skirting around the issue and calling things like hanky panky instead of just saying sex. You know what yes. I mean? Like it's, it's great. I loved the scene where Jennifer just said, Hey mom, dad, I'm going to have sex on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, Oh, what? <laughs> and then, and then Jefferson like confronts the boyfriend and he's like, are you gonna get my daughter athlete's foot? <laughs> but then, like he did the the cornball thing, where he's like, "Oh, you're gonna wash your goodies," you know? It's like just say penis and just get on with it, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, it's 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 funny that the the daughter who's still in high school is more mature about the subject than the the the, the adults. You know. I think that reflects reality usually. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's always, like, the parents that are freaked out and don't know how to talk about anything, right? Yeah. The kids, like, <laughs> talk to each other about everything all the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what did you think about this episode? Uh, hmm. I think Jefferson needs to get over his wife, his ex-wife and just, like, move on already. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, how long are you going to keep waiting for her to come around? Mm-hmm. She's not going to. Mm-hmm. She went and talked to... to uh, What's this, the tech guy, right? Gamby. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't talk to Gamby about stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, like even even the, the the parts of the show that Jefferson doesn't see, like, mm-hmm. because he's not watching the show, even those, she's like just not about it, right? She's very against him being Black Lightning, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And like, that's a big thing for her, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if, if that's the way she feels, that's the way she feels, you know? And like, right. you, can't, you can't try to like change somebody's feelings that like, Mm-hmm. they don't like a thing that you're doing, you know, yeah. if you're doing something they don't like, they don't like, I don't know, whatever. It, it makes me kind of mad that like, he's, he's like trying so hard to be like, yeah, just live with it. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, she doesn't want that. Quit f- trying to like, just give it up, dude. Get, get on with your life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, it's very annoying. <laughs> Do you think that Jefferson's ever going to realize that this is not really going anywhere? Probably not. I think he needs a, a huge wake up call. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. he needs either her to, to be explicit about it or he needs somebody else to be explicit about it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like one of those will hurt really bad and one of them will be less hurtful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's some other stuff that happened with Anissa. She broke up with her friends with benefits or whatever and then hooked up with someone she met at the library <laughs> yeah. and like just went clubbing. <laughs> like, okay. I like that the signs in this episode are very blatant, you know? Like she they just like hit it off immediately while they're talking about books and, and comic the outsiders or whatever. Yeah. And it's just like, oh yeah, these two are gonna hook up. Mm-hmm. You could just you could just tell. Yes. And then it's like, well, you know what's gonna happen here. And then her 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 like friends with benefits just came in. Yeah. Like 
how does she even like I don't know that that just seemed kind of weird. Maybe there's just one she... club in the city. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else happened? We were introduced to like the next level of crime lord, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was what? What was she doing? She was writing, or what was she doing? Yeah, so she was, uh, she's like, uh, not Gamby, she's uh, Tobias's boss, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like writing in some ledger or something, and she's like personally offended that uh, people are trying to take back their city. Because mm. she thinks that she runs it. She had this weird line. She said, I don't mind that people believe in God. They just can't believe that they can take back these streets. Hmm. Yeah. Because, oh, because they're talking weird. about the pastor. Because the pastor is uh, playing up black lightning and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, the, we, we can't let those people have hope and whatever. Yeah, that is pretty weird. Yeah. <laughs> I think I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of interesting things with religion here. Because, like, then over in the march, uh, so black lightning does that cool thing where he, like, does the shield with the lightning and that was like super badass Mm -hmm. and then like he's just standing there looking at this like huge crowd of people that were marching and they start singing amazing grace at him (laughs) (laughs) they're true believers yeah like that's just yeah i'm trying to imagine what that would feel like in real life like that would be a really powerful thing to happen to have people worship you that well both sides right like if you're in this crowd of people and you see something that's just like supernatural uh Mm -hmm. and then on jefferson's side like oh i i just have lightning that comes out of me it's fine and now people are (laughs) singing at me (laughs) like i don't know like i can see why lynn thinks that he's addicted to it if that's how people react to him yeah yeah. And and like they really I don't want to say hated, but like they felt it seems like they felt like they were betrayed when he stopped helping out in the city. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Like a lot of people were very uh just well, I don't know. They were they were just really mad mm-hmm. that he was just not doing anything and like the city was going to 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 uh destruction and death and all that stuff. Mhm. Yeah. And then in that scene, they they shot the uh, the homeboy, the the reverend guy, and it hit it hit, uh, it hit Jennifer's boyfriend, Khalil. Was yeah. that an accident or intentional? I thought it was an accident. Well, it, uh, Tobias told uh, the girl with death on her face to to hit Black Lightning, right? Right. Yeah. And then she hit the reverend. She hit the reverend and Khalil, like. That- I think hitting the like shooting the Reverend was on purpose. Okay. But I think it going through him straight to Khalil was uh just an accident. Okay. Yeah, I I figured Khalil was an accident, but I wasn't sure whether the pastor was on purpose or that she yeah. missed. Yeah, I don't know, it was a weird a weird scene. But then Khalil, he's he's got shot and they said it hit his spine and he might not walk again. Yeah. That's Oh. And that's like, 
that there's some sort of metaphor in there, right? That he had just he had explained earlier in in the previous episode that his whole dream was to get out of that city and use he was going to like run his way out of the city. Right? Mm. And then he got shot in the spine and now he's and now he can't walk. Like, yeah. Wow. What 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 the heck, Chandrika? I, I don't know. <laughs> if you can hear the solemnness in my voice, it's because I feel like when I saw that scene, I was like, "No, no, yeah, this guy's good. He's like, he's like, I'm... there's there's nothing wrong with this kid. Yeah, he's got his head on straight. Yeah, he like tries to do the right thing, and then the the one hundred they take it away from him. You know? It's... Yeah. I mean, like the only thing wrong with Khalil is that he doesn't have a bathroom mat. <laughs> that i mean that jefferson 100 percent straighten that kid up right who dries off like that that is weird i mean your feet are the worst part right and he puts it on the floor <laughs> yes Oh my god! There's like there's a couple like uh, well-known methods of drying up, right? One is top to bottom. The other is like get the important bits and then the less important bits. But I've never heard of this method where you go for your feet first and then the rest. Of like that doesn't make sense from so many perspectives. Because once you start drying your feet, the rest of your body is still gonna like the the water's gonna drip down, right? And you're just like it's a never-ending battle of of trying to dry yourself off. I just don't understand. Like, there's nothing natural about trying to do that, right? If you, if nobody had taught you how to dry off, you might, you might do that a couple times, right? But then, once you're like, this is not working out for me, you would, you would learn how to dry off in a different way, where you didn't have to just fight gravity the whole time, you know? This kid, jeez, Jefferson, come on, straighten him up, dude. <laughs> yes. So, it, admittedly, it's a rather large character flaw. <laughs> <laughs> this is these are the things that upset me, Chantrika. Yes. People drying off in weird ways and driving around with toilet paper on their cars. These are the things. Yes. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't think he deserves to get hit, get shot in the spine, though. That was really yeah, sad. No, that was, that's not. That was shocking. That, like, I I wasn't as shocked at the pastor getting shot. Uh, yeah, I was completely yeah. thrown by Khalil. I did not expect yeah. that at all. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, Chantrika. Yeah. They, they they get you right in the feels with a show, you know. Yeah. They warm you up with this guy that like seems kind of shady but then you're like oh he's just he's just a good kid mm-hmm. just trying to make it in this world yeah and then they bring you right back down and i feel like that's what i was talking about in the last episode where like we met lawanda and we liked her and then they took her away from us and they introduced us to khalil and we love him and now they hurt him like ah they just get you right in the feels is that what this whole uh, series is going to be about the ups and downs of of attachment to people yeah maybe <laughs> you'll meet somebody and they're good for half an episode or a full episode and you're like yeah this, this guy's great and then they just they kill him off you know yeah guess we'll find out oh well not really because uh 
what's his name? Lala wasn't great, right? Lala was really kind of a jerk. And his cousin was also a jerk, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway. Anyway. I felt I felt very sad after watching that episode. Yeah. But I'm like I'm gripped. I, I need to see what happens next week. Yeah. Yeah. It is a good show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh, like you said before, it's one of those shows that you can just get into without mm-hmm. needing to know anything else about any of these uh, series. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and I, I feel uh, like, go ahead. I I feel like it hasn't taken as much time to like find its footing as a lot of other yeah. shows take. Yeah. It's just like straight out of the box. It's amazing. Honestly, I think if Black Lightning didn't have powers, but he was just like, a guy mm-hmm. like if they if they cut out the whole superpowers aspect of this show and he was just it a would still principal? be yeah and and then just like came out on the streets and like was an activist and all that stuff it would still be a great show mm-hmm. that you could just watch with somebody and like maybe if they did that it'd be a more appealing show to a lot of other people because mm. it doesn't have like the superhero aspect yeah but like even with that in there it's still it's still just like a wonderful show because they also had the interesting interplay between the two sisters where Jennifer keeps mm-hmm. calling Anissa Harriet Tubman. Because, mm-hmm. like, Anissa is, like, way more of an activist than Jennifer is. And Jennifer's like, mm-hmm. just do your own thing. Why do you care about anything else? And, yeah. like... It's got characters and development and a story. And, oh, it's... it's uh... Yeah. <laughs> I, I want everyone to watch the show. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Maybe it's because it's not, like... Uh, episodic mm, yes like most of the other dc shows are very episodic where like they'll do one thing and there's like kind of a plot in the background but like maybe they don't even touch it on the for an episode mm-hmm. like like the flash this week with devoe like they didn't even right they didn't even talk about that right, right. and the week before or whatever mm-hmm. but like they, it kind of jumps around a lot more mm-hmm. you know and it's a little harder to get into but this one is more like there's like a there's an actual plot, you know? It, yeah, it just feels more cohesive. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. All right. Speaking of cohesive, shall we move on to the <laughs> cool team on Arrow? <laughs> I love it. I totally thought you were going to give a dig, but this is great. This is There was a line in this episode where... Um, they were all standing up on the roof mm-hmm. and Oliver said something. And then Curtis said back, he was like, something, something, something. I don't know if this is like a silent dig on us. <laughs> he looked at dig. <laughs> I <was> like... yeah. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> so great. Yes. Yeah. I feel like Curtis is like what Felicity was when she was first on the show mm. before she became like a, uh, an OG uh, superhero, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Felicity was the same way, just like full of puns, just super fun to watch, yeah, just like great, right? And now she like she makes a lot less puns, but she still does make a lot of puns. Mm-hmm. But she has a much more serious role, and it's yeah. like a more main character and whatever, mm-hmm. which is great. But like, I miss I miss the little the dumb jokes, the dumb puns, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, she's she's not as much fun. Yeah, yeah. Possibly because she destroyed an entire city. But... <laughs> these things happen when you have a lot of power yes yes you do (laughs) so a lot happened in this episode yeah like 
Yeah. Uh, so in terms of plot furthering, like, uh, we know that Vince was actually a good uh, double agent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and ooh, what did you think about the flashbacks in this episode? I thought they were going to, because we had, we had talked like, what's the driving force for Arrow this season? Mm-hmm. I thought this was going to be what it was, was just flashbacks for the next five years mm-hmm. of like <laughs> things that Vince and Dinah did throughout their, their escapades. Uh-huh. But it was not that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, they, they killed him off pretty, pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Well, actually not that quick. Cause he's actually been around for like three seasons or something. Right. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> but- I'm glad it was just that one flash or the, the like handful of flashbacks in this episode. Yeah. But I hope that's the extent of it. <laughs> I did feel like I actually understood more of Dinah and Vince's characters uh, with the flashbacks this episode. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because I feel like in the past I was just like, eh, whatever, they're boring. And I feel like I got a little bit more insight into how they were doing their role uh, when they first met. And uh, just the whole flashback juxtaposition is like, oh... We're in situations now similar to situations we were in, like, years ago. And, mm-hmm. like, again, Dinah's, like, stuck while Vince is getting hurt, I guess. And she doesn't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And she thinks that I he's see. dying. And so the first time around, she thought that Vince died. And it turned out he didn't. This time, he did die. But it's just mm-hmm. like, oh, God. Like, I have to go through this exact, like, worst moment of my life again. Well, that's deep. Yeah. Also, that really sucks. Right. So, I don't know. Like, I feel like I got more insight into Dinah's character. And in the past, I've been kind of bored by her. Mm-hmm. Is that... Uh, you think that's part of... Like, the reason that's happening is part of because she's on this separate team now where she's actually a character? Yes. And because she gets to work with Renee and Curtis, who actually respect her. Mm. Because, like, there's that point where um, Oliver's like, oh, we got to save the city, forget about Vince, whatever. And first of all, like, obviously this is going to be a trap. <laughs> like, why don't you realize this? Yes. <laughs> and, like, second, if it were literally anyone else, like, they call him out on. Like, if it were Dig or Felicity, like, Oliver wouldn't care about the city. It's just because yeah. he doesn't care about anyone important to anyone else. Yeah. So... Like, Dinah's, like, all ready to go off on her own. And Curtis and Renee were like, no, we're with you. Like, we know who Vince is for you. Like, we're with you. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I love this team. They're they're actually a team. Yeah. And then Ollie's was trying to, like, go to men at the last second. He's like, we can't do this on our own. And then Renee's like, well, you better figure it out. (laughs) He just got out of there. I love love it. Yes. (laughs) It's so good, you know. Like, like. Not only are they supporting Dinah, but they're, like, making a point of it. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not helping you, you know? Like, this is our team, yeah. not yours. Mm-hmm. So deal with it, you know? Yeah. I love it. They're, like, they're assertive, they're firm, and they're supportive. They're they're a great team. Yeah. Yeah. I got to tell you, I'm like an arrow again. Yeah. But then there's, like, the weird things that I just don't know why so like thea is apparently in charge of gathering money from the city budget 
And she's just like, oh, the accountant's being boring and dumb. He just like can't find his money. Like, what? Like, Thea should be more like concerned. She thinks that it's the accountant's fault. What? I think it's because he's like a, a bean counter, you know? That's that's the idea they're trying to portray. Sure, but that doesn't change the fact that like we're paying seventy million dollars to this guy and I don't know yeah. where the city's gonna get this money, like <laughs> so like the accountant goes oh well we can get a few more thousand dollars from something and he is like that, try harder like, <laughs> <laughs> try to get t- try to get 10 million by tonight right right like, <laughs> what <laughs> yeah yeah i don't i don't get it and then like but the like, whole yeah go ahead i mean they're gonna run out of money right yeah they don't have any more money no. <laughs> so Did Thea say something about, like, do? Thea wanted to get money from the federal government, didn't she? <laughs> yeah. Like, what the... <laughs> first of all, first of all, that's just, like, that's just asking for Watson to come back and be all up in their business again, right? <laughs> you, you go to the federal government and ask for, uh, obviously, at least $10 million, right? <laughs> what do you need that $10 million for? Watson's going to come in and be like, oh... Caden James is extorting uh, Oliver Queen. Why is he extorting Oliver Queen? And then she's like, oh, okay, I get it. Because he killed some, you know, right? Like, it's, right. it's, uh, there's nothing good about that. But secondly, in what world do you live where you can ask a government body for some sum of money and they can give it to you in that same day? Like, that's not, that's not how unless it's works. like 20 bucks. Yeah, exactly. Like this is there is like a process and like it's just usually I mean doesn't it usually work where you get the money up front for the whole year and then you like budget it out for all the months and all that sort of stuff like I don't know whatever this uh, yeah whatever for someone that claims to be a government official Thea is working very like. <laughs> I don't know. Ridiculously. I don't even know what the word is, but it, I just don't understand. Yeah. It's like she got the job because she wants someone's sister and not because she actually knew what she was doing. <laughs> yeah. Very strange. <laughs> so I have an actual question though. Okay. Um, Vigilante teamed up with Caden James and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But what did, like, what was his motive for that? <laughs> Who knows? Was that ever explained? Nope. Like why he... Okay. Nope. But, so... All right, let's try to analyze it then. So, why would Caden James want to work with Vigilante? Like, what does he... Does he have something on him that he can hold over his head in case he gets out of line? Hmm. So, I know that Vigilante was, like, anti-Green Arrow, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, that's something that could oh. ally them. Was it just the enemy of my enemy is my friend or something? Like I think that? so. Hmm. All right. Like, what's tying Laurel, like Bad Laurel, to Caden James? Yeah, I don't think anything for any of these people. It's just that they want to kill Oliver. Yeah. So I was really confused by Bad Laurel this week. Were you confused because she's not their Laurel and they keep trying to make her their Laurel? And like Lance is like going crazy about how he can like shift her over and then they can just live like nothing ever happened. 
Because he keeps seeing is that he, why? Because he keeps seeing her, his baby girl in her. Yeah, and I mean, I've never had to deal with an actual doppelganger in my life, so I don't know what that would be like. But mm-hmm. I can understand why he would be like, "This looks just like my daughter, and I see my daughter in her." Mm-hmm. But like at the same time, we've been over this. Not your daughter, dude. We like, yeah, exactly. We've been over this like two years ago. <laughs> she just looks like your daughter, man. Right. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, she tried to kill him so many times, mm-hmm. right? But then, I don't like, think you get over that. But then he, she just like randomly decided not to kill him last, like, two weeks ago. And n- now we think that she might be okay, but I just, like, am so confused. And then she goes and yells in, in Vince's ear, and he turns all dead. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know how. I, I just don't know what they're playing at here. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, why is Lance such a a sucker for this person that has, that looks the same as his daughter and, like, can't get over that, you know? I feel like Lance has literally nothing else to do in the show anymore. Because uh, he's, what, like, not, I don't know, I don't, what, what was his, like, his thing that he did before? He used to be the cop guy. He used to be, like, the head of the police mm-hmm. department or something. Or maybe not like, the head, I mean, but he was a cop. But, but like, what was his purpose in the show? He was like the source of conflict because he didn't he didn't like Oliver for multiple reasons. Mm. He didn't like Oliver because he dated his, both his daughters, um, mm. and basically got both of them killed. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, and uh, he like didn't trust Oliver just like as a party animal, and also didn't mm-hmm. like the Green Arrow either. Or the hood guy. But now that, but now that he's on the side, it's like, what does he do anymore? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Like, what's his point? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So instead, we just get random scenes with Lance and uh, Laurel looking at old baby pictures of all the Lances. Yeah, that's... Uh, I don't know what the play is here, Chunjik. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. I just want the new team. Yeah, I want this whole aspect of the the plot to just disappear. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just be over this whole Lance Laurel situation. Mm-hmm. We can have we can have one, we can have the other, but let's not have them both together. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it's just weird. Well, <laughs> like, you know, it's just so weird. Dinah's on a revenge kick to just kill everyone, starting with Laurel. So I hope she she <laughs> just like knocks her off like real quick. You know. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid that she's just gonna that they're gonna drag it out though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they only have so much material, right? Mm-hmm. And especially now that Vigilante's <laughs> gone, well, that's that's another plot arc that's gone. Mm-hmm. It's just over. Unless they just start playing flashbacks of of <laughs> Dinah with Vigilante, you know, Dinah and Vince. The Dinah and Vince show. You know, I can actually see that they'll do like an episode where. Uh, Dinah gets stuck and she's like, oh, this reminds me of, and then flashback time, you know? Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> what if we get like Renee and Curtis flashbacks? I feel like Curtis flashbacks would be fun. Cause you know, Curtis, yeah. Curtis was on a gymnastics team, right? Like, wasn't he mm-hmm. at the Olympics or something? Mm-hmm. He was an Olympian. Yeah. Like we could have so many ridiculous stories with Curtis. <laughs> Yeah. They haven't really gone into his backstory. No. You know? Yeah. 
Yeah. They should do that. They should. Also, Renee has only really made uh, snappy comments here and there. Mm-hmm. He hasn't had like Curtis. I guess. I guess it's only been two episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, <laughs> but Curtis kind of had a focus in last episode. Dinah had a focus this episode. So maybe Renee's coming up next episode. Mm. And he'll like have a, a bigger part. That would be really cool. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Okay. All right. That makes me excited for did next they, week. Did they decide on a team name yet? No. Ah, they need a name. I need to be able to call these people something. I know, right? Because they're, like right now they're the, I don't, yeah, I don't even know what to call them. We need Cisco to name them. <laughs> How how has Cisco not come up a name with a name for Dibney yet? I mean, like, oh wait, he's got names super super off the off his tongue all the time. The media gave Digby a name last week. The elongated man. Yeah. <laughs> but like, isn't his isn't his actual superhero name Plastic Man? I have no idea. Uh, I thought that was the guy. Maybe. Maybe it's not. Hmm. What, what's his name? Ralph Digby. Oh, Dibney. I kept oh, saying Dibney. I kept saying Digby, but it's Dibney. Uh, he's the elongated man. That's his actual name. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what I expected. How does he differ from Plastic Man? I don't know who Plastic Man is. <laughs> he's he's basically the same superhero. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they have the same powers. Okay. And they're also both jokesters, I'm pretty sure. Hmm. hmm. Who knows? That, that is pretty weird. Yeah. All right. I'll stop calling him Plastic Man. Start calling him Elongated Man. Well, elongated Man? <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> All right. Well, shall we move on to Supergirl? <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Oh gosh, I pressed a button on my phone that didn't work. Oh no. Okay. All right. Let's let's do it. Um. All right. So what happened in this episode? Um. Oh, so we learned a little bit. This... Go ahead. No, please. Uh, we learned a little bit more about how the world pillars aren't exactly Kryptonian, which like we kind of knew that because uh, Rain didn't have the same problems as Kara last week. Um. And also they did that like blood test on her and her blood came back human. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and like needles work on her. I was totally expecting the needle to not work on her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So how does rain not get hit by bullets, but she can have needles? I don't understand. I don't understand that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Seems very strange. Yes. Uh, so we have a dude in a car that speeds up on its own and he escapes through the trunk. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about that. Jendrika. Okay. Uh, this is, so here's, here's where the paranoia comes out. Uh, whenever I'm like in a situation like this, where like I'm driving down the street or something and your car always like speeds up on its own. No, no, no. Just when I'm driving, I, there's nobody out to kill me. I understand that. <laughs> but like. i'm always like looking for outs like oh what if this thing stops working what do i do how do i get out of the situation Uh this is like this is like a fun game that my paranoia plays with my rational mind uh and 
this is one of the things that I'm like, well, what if like the doors are jacked up? How would I get out of this car? Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, you just crawl out of the back. You rip that seat off, pop that trunk, get out of there. Uh-huh. Right? And he did it. He did it in the episode. He did it. I'm like, oh, this is this is a viable idea, paranoia brain. <laughs> you're you're doing all right. Nice. You know? Nice. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that I should be trusting a superhero television show as to uh, how I should live my life, but I, think I mean, if he can do it, I can do it. Right? Totally. And I love that he just like rolls out of his car as the car is moving at like 60 miles an hour or whatever, and he's totally fine. Well, he, he, he tucked and rolled. Uh. So, yeah. <laughs> that's how it goes. If you tuck, Mm-hmm. It's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. If you roll, that's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. You do them both and you're you're golden. All right. <laughs> Learn something new every day. <laughs> How to get out of a car that is speeding up without uh, it, like any reason. <laughs> yeah. That was a weird a weird thing, right? I thought so they just had that other episode in Arrow where um the toilet paper yeah right yeah and i was like oh my god is kate and james coming to uh supergirl town yeah i totally thought it was kate and james as well <laughs> but no it's just uh it's just yeah mama luther whatever her name is yep mama luther with invisible no or with dissolving bullets sorry not invisible dissolving bullets <laughs> so uh that scene reminded me of uh Star Wars. Okay. You remember? You remember when like Anakin was like, or Obi? I don't know. One of them was like following somebody, and they were getting ready to. They like somebody was trying to assassinate uh, somebody. I don't know. Whatever. They were like trying to find the person. They finally got him. They were on the ground. They were getting ready to say something, and then uh, Jango or Boba, one of the Fets, like shot a dart at the, at the person, and they died from like far away. Remember that scene? Uh, I haven't seen the prequels since the 90s. Oh, well, forget it. <laughs> anyway, it reminded me of that scene. And I was like, huh, that seems very similar. <laughs> <laughs> but then I stopped caring. Mm. So so don't try to ask me if there's any purpose to that. Mm. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. Also, this guy, I forget his name, but the bad guy that like hates Lena. Edge. He reminds, yes, yes, Edge. He reminds me a lot of, uh, do you watch Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Uh, I've seen some of it. Do you know that guy that's like the the uh, military guy that like had it out for Coulson? Oh, Bill Paxton? <laughs> I don't know his name. I don't know why I asked you. I wouldn't be able to remember it. Anyway, he reminds me of that guy uh-huh. because they have the same kind of like military haircut mm-hmm. and also the same like crazy attitude. Yeah. And so, like, every time I see him, I think it's that other guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, they might be the same actor. What do I know? I didn't even know it was Draco Malfoy last time. Right? But, like, <laughs> he totally reminds me of of that guy. And uh, it's it's hard to, like, think of him without thinking of the other one. Mm. And it really kind of bothers me a little bit. Mm. Sorry. I'm not saying anything worthwhile. Uh... If you haven't recognized yet... Uh, the way that this this podcast works is that you say all the interesting things, and I have like one quip every once in a while. Yeah. But then you go on your own rants. You go on rants about, about how to shop. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, in the right way to dry yourself off. 
<laughs> I mean, it just seems, it seems like, uh, I don't know how you could be an adult without that. You know? I remember that. <laughs> I need to learn how to adult the hardy way. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you saying that when you dry off in the shower, you start at your feet and work the way up? Listen, I'm usually I'm usually pretty uh pretty open to like do do you, you know, like like however you want to be, just be cuz who cares? Uh-huh. But I probably would shame somebody if I found out that they'd start at their feet and go up. Like that uh I don't. I usually let gravity do its thing for my feet. <laughs> cuz I have a bathroom mat. First of all. <laughs> All right. As li- I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, it's not something I should be that adamant about, right? It's it's. You do you. Uh, I, I think serious, right? I think if that's something that is important to you and your values, then it's fine. So we had a lot of like poison things happen. We had like cyanide in coffee. We had dissolving bullets. We had like uh, Lena's mom has a <sighs> spaceship that turns into a transformer suit. Adrian Pastar. Okay, that's the actor. Okay, who he plays? Guess guess who he plays? He plays uh, uh, Morgan Edge uh-huh. on Supergirl. Mm-hmm. And he also plays Glenn Talbot on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh. He's that guy. That's why I think he's, that's why I always think of him when I see him because he is the same guy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like I've, uh, you're vindicated. You know how, yes, yes. And I can actually just watch the show now and not feel like I'm, I'm like categorizing people in, in places where they don't exist. Uh-huh. All right. Because they actually are that person. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. All right. I'm sorry. Let's let's. What were you saying? I I was just like in the Googles for the past five minutes. <laughs> uh. So a couple of things happened. Um. Lena woke up and had a dream that Kara saved her. Yeah. So like, she like she saw some of that. She was. She doesn't know that that it was real, but she saw it. Mm-hmm. Um and. So Alex and Samantha did their little MRI deal. Um, yeah, can I can I make a uh, can I ship them? Is that <laughs> is that okay? Sure. I feel like they're gonna something's gonna happen there. Yeah. This feels very much like when she was talking with Maggie and stuff, you know. And it's interesting because Alex was babysitting Samantha's kid too, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And like. And- Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, Ruby knows about the history with Maggie, and like, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I'm shipping them. I'm shipping. Right. Them. Calling it episode three. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> and like the thing with Samantha is that like Samantha is a really good person, and she doesn't know that she's turning into rain. Mm-hmm. She's like killer flash and herself here, and yeah. um. Yeah, so uh, doesn't the episode end where, like, Samantha tells Kara and Lena, like, hey, I've been blacking out, I'm sorry, and I was ashamed of it, so I was lying, but, like, I'm sorry, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Lena also, like, comes clean with Kara and goes, like, I'm not as good a person as you thought I was, I tried to kill Edge. 
And Carter's yeah. like, yeah, like everyone's coming clean. And they, they like, they played that up pretty good in the episode, I think, with Lena. Because from the first, the first time that something happened, she was like real shifty eyed. Mm-hmm. You know, she was like, oh gosh, uh, something's going on. And I was like, what is she all nervous about? Mm-hmm. What's happening here? You know? Yeah. Because I did, I couldn't remember who all tried to kill who and who knows about what and all this sort of thing. There's a lot, too, too many secrets. Mm-hmm. But like, they, they really like, they, uh, they, they dropped that stone, that breadcrumb early, you know? Mm-hmm. And then they just kept like playing it up and playing it up. Mm-hmm. I get like five notes down here. That's like Lena's, Lena's got shifty eyes. She looks really nervous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> I think it was pretty good. I think the thing I love about Lena is that, like, so she's a Luther, and everyone just assumes that all the Luthers are evil, because they pretty much are. And there was this one time when, like, so Lena's, like, consistently good, except for this one time when she tried to kill Edge. And then I was like, oh, are they screwing with Lena's character? Like, eh? But now it just seems like she had a little misstep, but she's, like, reflecting, and, like, it's not that she's a perfect human being, she, like, has temptations and she has feelings and stuff, but then she, like, doesn't just fall into that same path. Hmm. 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 Yeah. So, it's, uh, she was adopted, right? Was she? think so i don't think she's blood with lex oh what I think... and i wonder i well maybe i'm making it up <laughs> am i making this up Tetris? i don't know i thought she was at least a half sibling or something what oh oh <laughs> what i i thought she was a luther she i I want to say she's a Luther by name, but not by blood. She's a... Wait. Uh, wait, her mom is not like Lena. Or, her mom is not her who we think is her mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lillian is her stepmom. Okay, so I'm looking online, and she's definitely <laughs> Lionel's daughter. So She's... she's... Yes, they have the same dad, but but different moms. Yeah, so she's okay. she's half siblings with Lex, and her dad is Lionel, but Lillian is not her mom. Right, right, right. Okay, so that's that's the situation. But everyone okay. in this so, family has an L name, so it's fine. <laughs> so I wonder if uh, I wonder if it's the mom side that gives the the real evil part, right? Hmm. So. The Mama Luther is really bad. Mm-hmm. Lex is really bad. Mm-hmm. But it didn't seem like Lionel. Well, they haven't really talked about Lionel, so I don't know what's going on there. Right. But uh, Lena's actually like good, mm-hmm. as you as you just said. Mm-hmm. And like the the difference between her and Lex are the, is that they don't have the same mom, you know. Mm. And like when she gets around her mom, she does get kind of like crazy, right? Mm. But I don't know. I, don't know I was also thinking thing. that it was just like trying to tell you that you don't have to be your family and you can make your own choices. That makes sense. I'll go with that. I think my theory is kind of weird anyway. Like, I, I just want <laughs> Lena to be a good person. 
right? Because she's actually like she's actually like good. Yeah, and she's like badass. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> what a what an episode. Yeah. Whirlwinds everywhere. Yeah. I mean we had we had another uh another quick short of Monel's morals at the end of the episode there, right? <laughs> He's, he's got his his like five minute moral speech where he talks about something right the first one it was about how Kara's what's good about her like her her being herself like makes people better mm-hmm. this time what, what was it about this time that like uh i don't know whatever he's always got some some wise some little sage advice some little speech <laughs> yeah um <laughs> but okay so I'm, I'm going back to talbot now so or, i'm sorry uh edge mm-hmm. so uh He's he's held up at this at this uh, parking garage right over the rail by Guardian, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And he's looking him dead in the eyes, mm-hmm. and he can't tell that this is James Olsen. Nope. Like <laughs> there is there is one black person on this whole show. Well, I guess there's two, but like there's one person that really is is interacting with you uh-huh. and you're looking them right in the eyeballs uh-huh. uh it seems very questionable very <laughs> questionable yep. so uh i have i have i have a real a real question here, okay mm-hmm. something that jean said that made me uh think about this mm-hmm. so he was talking about Oh, I don't know what he was talking about. Maybe it was government or the way America works or something like that. He's been on this planet for like a hundred years or so, or like two, a couple hundred years, some some a long number of time. But he was like hiding out in the jungle until the sixties or eighties or something, right? Like he didn't. Oh he, yeah. Because he was like hiding out until uh, Alex and Kara's dad found him. Huh. So I don't think he's ha- been hanging out with humans for as long. Okay, well. There's... What was your note? What, what, what was your thought? I mean, if he's just going to stomp on it. <laughs> Sorry, what was your thought? <laughs> I was going to ask, what's it like for John having been in America for so many years? But if it's only one human's lifetime, I, I can kind of surmise what it's like. Mm-hmm. You know, It'd be different if he had seen, like, the rise of the country mm-hmm. and you know like killing off all the native americans and then mm-hmm. uh all the slavery stuff and then all the civil rights and all that sort of stuff and mm-hmm. like, you know yeah i think that's but, what i mean if he's only been around for 20 years yeah. uh... <laughs> i think that's what legends of tomorrow is around for yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh... Um, so we had another reveal, uh, Kara had a dream about evil people and then recognized one of them in a picture in a lineup. (laughs) 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 Yeah. That was also kind of a weird scene when the, at the end of the last episode Mm -hmm. where that car slammed into the, the lady. Yeah. So when the car slammed into the lady, I was like, oh, she's. Like, she's obviously going to be dangerous, but that's also kind of cool. That somebody just got hit by a car? <laughs> well, that, like, she has superpowers. <laughs> okay. All right, all right. Uh, 
But then she like awoke real quick, right? Her eyes flashed and you're like, oh, this is a world killer right mm, here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Forgot about that. But like they didn't even say anything after that, right? Like mm-hmm. she was walking with somebody. They could have at least had something where her friend's like, yo, what happened? Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah, they just, they didn't have any interactions with her and her friend after she got hit. Even in this episode either. Yeah. They really like to skip around, don't they? Do you think they're going to, like, show more of her background? Or is she just going to randomly yeah. pop up? No, she'll she'll be... I feel like next episode, at least. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they're, they're going to go on a hunt for her. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Chandrika, holy smokes. This is a long episode. Yes. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we had a lot to talk about. Yeah, mostly the Flash, apparently. Because yeah. <laughs> we went for like 30-some-odd minutes talking about the Flash. Oops. Well, I guess that's that. <laughs>